Before we get started today, a quick thank you to the patrons that make this possible. That includes each and every last one of you, but especially Julie, my sound lover, thank you. Angie, thank you. Winch of the Scullery, my Scullery Winch, thank you. Ash, thank you so much. And new patron Mara, thank you. For all the girls who support the podcast and all the girls who wish they could but can't, all the ladies of the night out there, thank you so much. And now, on to the supersized episode. Well, oh goodness gracious, my apologies for being late on this one. You know, I, I always think I have my act together, and then I don't. And I overpromise, and I just... <laughs> I'm trying to amend my ways. Uh, I promise, so far at least, on top of this month, I, I feel uh, much stronger, and I'm doing much better. But I also know that the absences is causing people to freak out a little bit, and the rest. So, apologies. It's hard when you are the whole creative source. Uh, we've been giving a lot of love and thanks to Allie and all the ladies in the night who help and support me, but at the end of the day, I am where these pieces come from. I'm not just the performer, and it's been hard. But I've been watching less news. I've been working out more. I've been flirting more and playing more single-player games that don't uh, make me nearly as irate as card games. I've really been trying to do my best to replace the vicious cycles with the virtuous ones, and it's hit or miss. The best thing that I can do to say this to assuage anybody out there who's worried and who just wants a little bit of placation before we get to the fun of this episode today, and today's episode will be a lot of fun, that the analogy that I can come up with is coming up with an answer for a system that's still running. Just because you know how to change the system doesn't mean, or for the better, change the system for the better. And you're sure that it is. You're positive. Doesn't mean you can just stop the system. I, I don't need to get into my mental health stuff right now, especially with everybody else and all the anxiety and all the worries going on in the world. But that being said, they are there. You have been so patient with them, and I just want to say thank you. To show that there are issues with creativity, but it's not a creative block, that I'm not going anywhere, that I promise you that I'm enjoying this, and I have so many ideas left to make, not just for this season, but next, and other projects as well. I have a lot of creative energy, and a lot of positive energy going forward. <laughs> I also have a lot of anger and guilt, uh, and doubt. And so, to show you guys my picture, and to get just nothing but overwhelming compliments, support, praise, encouragement, flirtation, thank you so much. Because I am a vain bastard, I just want to say, the gyms have been closed for months, and I haven't felt comfortable hiking with everything going on. So just keep in mind that the pictures will keep improving, thank you very much. You all were so very nice, and you all were so very sweet, and all the rest. But just know, I'm a vain bastard, and I want to look better. And I've been eating oatmeal ever since I posted the fucking pics, even though I got nothing, and I mean nothing, but praise and support. So as I try and beat these, uh, these bad cycles and replace them with good ones, as I make my efforts, just know that 
You've been incremental. Today's episode is supersized not out of any kind of obligation or mea culpa or any of the rest. Today, it is strictly about, I want to have fun. I want to get back to the long, hot summer, especially since it's ending. And I wanted to make it clear that I get what you're going through. I'm going through it, too. And if you're not, someone you love probably is. Besides me, of course. <laughs> and I'm here to swing for it. I'm here to do what I can to give you the best parts of me and hide away the rest. Last little bit of uh, announcement, because it is extra big. There will be uh, tip shows all throughout the month. I'm guaranteeing that there will be a podcast every Thursday this month. It is my birthday month. Uh, the big birthday show will be on the 14th tip show if you want to come out to that. Friday at 10 Eastern on my server, Friday the 14th. Uh, also be doing a movie uh, on the 15th uh, on the server as well. Uh, very excited for that. I got to, cho- got to choose the movie. Uh, I don't think it has any uh, major trigger warnings. And I think uh, it's got a female lead and a good cast and uh, should be pretty relevant. So I- I'm looking forward to it if you want to come out to see the movie or any of the rest. That's it. It's birthday month for me. It's going to be full content going on. And this show is not brought to you out of any kind of obligation besides the consistent promise I want to make to you. Today's show is long and fun because of all the extra support, all the extra encouragement, and just all the extra gratitude that I felt over these last two months. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And without further ado, on with the show. (laughs) I guess I'm nervous. I mean, how else is a man supposed to feel when a woman says she wants to have a serious talk? Nervous seems like a pretty good way to be. I know I'm not in trouble. You said I'm not in trouble. I'm still nervous. It's not the typical way that you open a conversation, now is it? (sighs) The thing of it is, I, I don't have any idea what this could be about. That makes me even more anxious. (laughs) It makes me quite a bit more nervous. Usually I know why I have to have a serious talk with somebody, and I don't. And to be perfectly honest right now, I am threadbare. There's not a lot to me. Some days I feel like an absolute child because I am so very close just breaking down. Some days I feel like I must be a child because I am so irrational and frustrated at everything that's going on. And I don't want to be petulant with you. I don't want to take anything out on you. And so if this is about me and about me being withdrawn, about me being quiet, I know that's not the best behavior 
but it's just me trying to use the strategies and the mechanisms that I've developed to do the least amount of harm and the most amount of good. I'm being defensive. That makes a lot of sense, yes. It's kind of hard not to be defensive after somebody says that you're being defensive, but I'm trying not to be defensive, so I hear you. Uh, I'm just trying to explain why maybe this is not the best time for a big talk. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I know that you need more from me. I know that you have to have it from me. I know that you... I know that we're in this together, and that I have to communicate. Otherwise, that doesn't really connect. It's just hard for me. There's nothing that I dislike more than letting people down when I'm not my best. And in an ideal world, I'd be the hell over that already. But in an ideal world, we're not having all of our issues compounded on a 24-hour basis, whether we watch the news or not. Some days, the opposite of thinking that I'm a petulant, soul-bared child, I think that I'm actually doing okay, all things considered. That... I may have less considerations than other people, but I also have my own unique burdens. And I know you see that too. So that's not defensive. It's just hard to say. Because when you don't think you're acing it, when you don't think that you're getting it right, it's hard to say the things that you think you might be. Everything feels wrong. Everything feels wrong. There. I said it. Everything feels wrong all the time. And I don't want to bring that to you. I know you want to talk more. I know you want to hear from me, but I don't want to bring that to you. I see how much... I see how hard it is. You don't have to say anything. I see how hard it is with you, but I don't know how to engage in the same conversations over and over again. I know it's the same thing beating you down. I don't know how to do this. If I... If I try and wear my heart on my sleeve right now, I don't know if my heart can make it. I need more patience from you. I'm so sorry that I'm asking for it, but I do. You deserve better than this. You deserve better than me. I'm trying to give it to you. It's just that every day feels like a sojourn. It's just that lately, no place feels like solid ground. And I don't know if I'm any good to anyone, even when you say that I must be to you. 
to give more for me. I know. I hear you. You need that support. You should get it. I should give it to you. But when I'm having a hard time, I don't know anything else other than analyze action and yelling. And I'm so tired of yelling. And I'm so tired of analysis. And I have no answers. So I know you need more. I'm doing my very best to give it to you. And I appreciate you so very fucking much. I do. Thank you. You need to hear more of my thoughts. And you need to hear more assurances. And if that's what you need, then that's what you're going to get. I'm sorry that I haven't. I'm sorry that I haven't given you the emotional labor that you deserve. It's just been really hard for me to give anybody any kind of labor or effort lately. I know you know. But if you're wondering if it's something you did, or if you're not enough, I promise you, you are, and I appreciate you, and I'm so grateful for you. I know you're suffering too. I know you're suffering too. I'm trying to learn how to commiserate and suffer with you. Thank you to new lady of the night, Tiffany, for commissioning this little piece. What she asked was for me to say her name when I orgasmed. This was pretty much the only way I could figure out to do it, and she wanted the rest of you to hear it as well on the podcast. Thank you, Tiffany. And here it is, an orgasm and ramble for everyone who's missed them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. Tiffany! Oh! Oh, Tiffany. Oh. <sighs> 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 
Good stuff. <laughs> Everyone say thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> for, uh, uh, for <laughs> inspiring that. Commissioning it. For the rest of you to enjoy. Ooh. I don't have much to say. Like many of you, I'm stuck in a loop and waiting for the future to make up its mind on what it's going to do so I can make plans around it. Uh, I've been a good boy the last couple of days recently. No, no intoxicants, though I am thinking I'm going to be picking up a beer. Uh, a beer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be picking up a 12-pack of beer in the near future here. What can I say? I can only do so many good boy days in a row. And then I'm like, you know what? It's hot, and I make okay money. Maybe I should have beer. <sighs> Lately, my self-esteem, despite it all, everything going on in the world has improved a lot. For instance, what I considered putting on the end of that was, it's hot, and so am I, and I make good money, so let me get some beer. <laughs> the and so am I, a rather new addition. I'm going to say straight up, uh, the fans have just been amazing about me putting pictures up and trying to be less shy. Thank you for all of you being so encouraging and rewarding. Uh, the one, the one little thing I want to say about that is, uh, and this is me being hard on myself as I normally am. So take that, take that under advisement. But I don't think the pictures look very good. Especially since my arm, I'm just like, I'm just focused on the doughy aspects of it. But I'm telling you that that is just all fucking undefined muscle. I'm telling you, when I pinch it, there's just so little goddamn give. <laughs> I'm just pale, and I haven't seen the inside of the gym for months. I haven't worked out properly, not like a proper workout, but like worked out properly in a long time. It's depressing. I don't even want to say how long because it's a part of my life. I can't hit the trails. The trails are both packed. And then also, if I had an accident, I'd never forgive myself with everything going on right now. So, I'm just telling you, if you like the way it looks so far, babies do. I have some fun stuff in store for you because this body is fucking really great. I was actually complaining to a friend a couple of weeks ago, maybe maybe a month. Again, stuck in a loop, waiting for the rest of you to make up your minds. Uh, but I was I was complaining to a friend like, "Oh my god, I I've never felt more fuckable. I've never been hotter. I've never you know had more resources or time. This is ridiculous that I'm chained inside the house. I have all these fans that want to fuck me. Oh my god, what am I doing with my life? Women are giving me so much attention when I escape my hidey holes these days." And, you know, that's before they hear me speak. And I'm not going to use this voice on them or nothing. I'm going to use my everyday voice. My everyday voice, hello, yes, please. I would like a large fry and one cheeseburger, please. This is my everyday voice. Behind a mask, you can't even tell that I'm baking it because it's muffled. So, like, I'm going to use that voice on them, and I'm still going to get laid. Because when the mask is muffling it, it makes it kind of sexy. Because it sounds like this, but then you put the mask on. So, uh, 
uh, I'm not going to use like a sexy voice on him. I'm just going to use the masked voice on him. And then that was such a stupid joke I just did. I can't believe I didn't laugh at it. And then like I talked to them, but like, you know, you hear how smart I am. And sometimes when I've been at my physically hottest and like I was like built, built, built. And like wearing a tank top or something. I never wore a tank top. I'm just fucking with you just to get the imagination. But like when I was built and, you know, you, you see a built guy walking down the street, you expect him to talk a certain way. And like I've just seen it occasionally, especially when it's two women like together at a place and, and I talk to them. Like they say something. I go, yeah. Oh, no, it's just down the hallway. All you have to do is take a right. I'll, I'll sometimes see it where like they look at each other and they look at each other like, what? What's happening? And that's always when I felt more attractive than anything in the fucking world. And I'm just, I'm getting that kind of attention. So I complained to my, my real life friend, because I've only got the one apparently, uh, about <laughs> just the way I phrased it made it sound like I only have one. Would you like to be my next real life friend? And uh, they said, yeah, 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 I bet it's true. I bet it's true. But I'm very shy. So I don't show real life friends more pictures or anything so i put some pictures up and the real life friends like Fuck yeah you look great <sighs> it's just very rewarding it's just very nice you know i i gave up on a lot of garlic and onion for that shit <sighs> funions onion rings cowboy burgers which is a hamburger with a onion ring on top of it you, you get the idea I'm not actually all that into onion rings, if anybody's curious if that was a bit or not. It is. It's all fucking jokes with me, and you think it's so great until you try and date me for 30 fucking minutes. So, what brings you into relationship counseling today? I love him so much. He's so funny, and he's so amazing, and he's in such great shape, and he's so driven. Well, then what's the problem? He never takes anything seriously. He's always working out and he's never home. <laughs> and, uh, sir, what do you have to say that? Ah, sounds like the thing she likes are also the thing she does. But I don't know what to change besides everything. You want to help me? That's normal voice number two. All right. Clearly, that was a pretty good orgasm. <sighs> I exercised right before. <laughs> and I told myself if I got all my recording done, I could get some beer. And this is the last thing that I'm going to record before the next thing I record. So thank you very much, Tiffany, for uh, commissioning this. Every single lady of the night appreciates you right now. I know that they do, since I have one of these on the podcast in a while. That was a come and ramble. Tiffany wanted me to say her name when I orgasmed, but it didn't feel right taking a hundred bucks from her for doing just that. So decided to give you all a little bit extra. Thank you, girls. You're all very, very good to me. It's birthday month, and look at how well you're treating me. And it's embarrassing, but here's hoping you enjoyed that. And if you just skipped past it, boy, do I understand why. Okay, so that was that. And thank you very much, Tiffany. Uh, it's really interesting living uh, in 2020, isn't it? Huh. Okay. <clears throat> Up next is the main piece. And for whatever reason, even though I come in that one too, it's not nearly as embarrassing to introduce. Partially because it's an artistic endeavor. And therefore, that makes it not pornography, right? That's what I'm told, at least. 
Anyway, this piece is a lot of fun. I hope so. It's very intimate. It's very kinetic. For those of you who just want something about a man really being into you in more than one way in the bedroom, well, this piece is for you. I hope you enjoy it. It's called We're Going to Make It Rhymed. Listen to me. Hey. Listen to me. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. This is okay. You hear me? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you're thinking. Doesn't matter what you're feeling. It is. You are. It will be. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that it's going to be, and that's all you need to know for it to happen. Do you understand? <laughs> You're saying that you do, but I don't think you really do. So, let's start. Let me put my hands right on your knees. Don't resist and don't gasp too loudly. My hands are warm and hard. The palms very firm, aren't they? Sometimes, when women press into them, they tell me that they don't feel entirely human, and I love to refer to my hands as other terms, like claws, or mitts, or paws. And rubbing them over your knee, feeling the bones, the cartilage, the give. I want you to feel that heat, that strength, just like I'm feeling you. This is something that we forget. This is something I think even our ancestors forgot, with their much less distracted lives. To touch a part of you. To touch a part of you. And to have that part of you, mm, when it is intimate, when it is between two people, and it is an intimate part of you, then it becomes sexual, if you want it to. Become sexual if you both want it to be sexual. There's nothing particularly elegant about your knees, I'm sorry to say. I did not see them and fall in love with them from across the room. But they're your knees. They're not touched or observed. They're not felt. And to get this close to feel you this carefully. Well, we have to be feeling something for each other. And then, of course, the longer that somebody stays in a position, the longer that somebody is closer, the more both familiar and foreign it feels. When I look into your eyes, down up from your body, I can feel your breath catching in your knees. I can feel your entire body shaking when I make eye contact trembling ever so slightly. 
And then when I look back to your knees, well, what do I see? But I'm of relief. When I stare at your lap, when I stare at your lower body as I touch you, do you wonder what I'm thinking, what I'm looking at? Do you look at my eyes to look at what they're watching? Or do you just enjoy it? You should just enjoy it, but you don't, do you? Do you? No. You always have to anticipate. You always have to know. If I tell you what's next, you might not enjoy it as much. You might want the wanting, and you might long for the longing, but you also might not enjoy it as much if it's just happening. And it is just happening, isn't it? Hmm. Oh, my goodness. You're so turned on from such a light act. What are you going to do now that I'm going to scrape my fingers up your thighs closer and closer to your pussy, only to stop and pull them back down, drip my fingers down lower than I have all this time, down your calves, down your legs, down your ankles to your feet? <laughs> oh, no. You don't get to pull back just because feet aren't my favorite thing in the world. I want to rub them. Oh, I very much want to. And you don't have to worry. We're not suddenly going to develop a foot fetish. No. But just the same way you have to wonder when my eyes look down at your feet as I stroke your ankles and roll the digit very lightly. Mm. Just careful, just to see the give, to see how tense it is, before I do start to rub it again. And again. And again. The joint. Fall around the ball. Down below. Mm. Kneading my fingers into the flesh, because I feel you need it. These hands are very strong. They are stronger than your feet. My thumbs will push into your delicate, tender form. And they will make it give. Even though I don't think you like feet either, when I look back up at your eyes, when I look up and see you, I know, I know what I'm getting. Hmm. I'm getting all of you. If I can make you feel this way by touching your knees, by rubbing your feet so gently, I can have any part of you. <laughs> I can take you and have you and make you feel just like this rolling your shoulder blade or inching my fingers along your navel, any part of you that is untouched. Any part of you that aches, any part of you that needs, not just your heart, not just your pussy, is it? Is it? Is it? I get to be forceful with you. 
you like it when I use force. For instance, when I slide my hands back up your legs and move them to your thighs, even though you've wedged them shut, and I force them apart. You don't like that I can do that so easily, do you? But on another level, you really like that I can do that so easily, don't you? Why aren't I laughing? Well, you said my laugh's unfair and you get wet every time I do it, so no laugh. And look, you're still wet. Mm. Even before I touch you. You're very wet, aren't you? Ah, legs open. Legs open, don't make me use my hands again. There we go. Good. We forgot this. I forgot this. I'm here to make amends for forgetting this. I'll tie a little ribbon around my pinky, and every time I see it, I'll remember, oh, right. I'm supposed to treat you like a baby. My baby. A sweet, sweet baby. I'm supposed to touch you and hold you so gentle. And then, after I rub you and open you up, then I can fuck you so hard it hurts. I want that cunt aching for me. Uh-oh, I get to use whatever word I want. It's mine. You tried to hide it from me, keep your legs closed, even though it's so fucking wet for me, even though it's calling out for me. I get to call it what I want. I get to talk directly to it and avoid you. Because I know that that cunt enjoys every last bit of it. It's supposed to have an edge. See? Just like the side of my finger sliding in and out of your slit, not moving in to penetrate, but just the slit rubbing in and out as it pushes up and down. See? The side of my finger's got more of an edge. It's thicker. You don't feel the full of it. And yet, in another way, you feel it more completely than ever when the fingertip isn't rubbing. Is it giving guidance when it's just the full heft of that meat? Do you like how hot my finger is? No, you don't. You're fucking lying. No, you don't, because your pussy's so fucking hot, I wonder if you can even feel my body heat. Oh, you can feel the sensation. But I don't know if you can feel the heat. You love to be controlled after being told what to do. Because now you can have fun. If I could press a little button on you, if I could stick my finger inside your navel or up your asshole just while walking by and turn you on like this instead of taking my time, I would. God, how sometimes I wish it really worked like it does on the BDSM forums when the gals who just can't wait to tell you in scene play that... 
They are the hardest slave who ever lived. Oof. I wish it really did work like that. Because do you know how much fun it would be to walk up to you, slap your pretty fucking face, and have you be this wet for me? Have you be this willing? Have you be in this fucking trance? so hard. Sometimes I'd come home just frustrated in traffic and there it would go. Slap you right across your pretty fucking face. Turn you around, bend you over and take a pussy this wet. But even when you're down to experiment like that and even when you want to push hard, no, there's reservation, there's fear, and your pussy doesn't get wet like it does right now. It needs the attention. Doesn't it? It needs the attention, and the form, and the power, doesn't it? Mm. It needs something more than just a little bit of evidence. It needs something more than hope, than the desire. Then the darkness. You want me to push this fucking finger into you? I know you do. I want to make you feel helpless. I want to take that same finger and take it out of that slit. Oh yes. Slide it up your fucking body. Leaving just the lightest, most imperceptible little trail of your cum that's mixing with the sweat that's forming on the top of your skin. Hmm. And then grab you around your motherfucking neck. Yeah. Just like that. Pushing down and choking with every word I say. Tilt your chin up with my thumb and kiss you. Hmm. That's who I am. And that's what makes you this fucking wet, isn't it? Rubbing your fucking knees and feet and telling you what's about to happen. Telling you who I am. Telling you what's gonna be. Do you feel how hard this cock is pushing up against your ass now that I'm leaning all the way over you? Now that I've really got you close on that bed? Oh, I love pinning you down. <laughs> I love pinning you down with my big, strong arms, with my solid chest, with the density and the heat that you enjoy so much from my hands, except all of my body. I want you to bring your knees up tonight. I want you to bring your knees up tonight. I want you to try and lift your tailbone off the mattress a little bit too. I like it when you tilt in. I can get deeper inside you. Not much, but I want it. Do you? Did you ever think missionary could be this much fucking fun? Well, I did. I fucking knew it before you, and yet you made me go through all these fucking motions with you. Now, didn't you? Fucking didn't you? Fucking didn't you? You like it. When I use the voice, when I get angry with you, 
Your pussy likes it, especially when it knows it's about to really get fucked. It's kind of sick, don't you think? Here, let me show you. One finger just slipping right the fuck in. Ooh, it's actually a little tighter than I thought it was going to be, even after all that prep and all that wetness. Uh, but you're only getting the one finger before my cock today, baby. Baby? That's all you're getting. Because I want to feel you. Like I said, if I could, maybe I would just walk home, slap you right across that beautiful little face of yours, grab you by your throat, and push you against a wall, push right into you, if I could get it like this, if I could get you this wet. But I don't think I could that way. So I'm going to take advantage this way. See, that way, that way that's coming... Because you know what happens in relationships. They evolve, they advance. All of a sudden, you have to go to the next level. When I have you that way, I want to slap your ass. I want to pull your hair. I want to make you scream. I'm going to make you strip for me in the middle of a room that you find it too uncomfortable in the middle of the fucking day and just stare at you while you do. That's what I want to do when I'm in a mood, when I come home, when I've been thinking about you, when I need you, and know you're here. Oh. You're everything. Do you hear me? You're everything I need. Here's my cock. Do you feel it? How hot it is sliding up and down your thigh? Let me tap it real quick. Ooh. This is what you do to me. I wanted to use this on you the moment I walked in this room. Did you know that? Of course you fucking did. And yet I waited. I got you here instead. <sighs> I barely messed with you at all. Just your mind. That's why you love it. You want to know why you love it? You want to know why you love it? I'll tell you why you fucking love it. Because you never really know what you're going to get. <laughs> Do you? Do you? Ooh, fuck. Yes. Do you know how hard it is not to come when I'm this stressed these days? Or I have to save it up for you? I haven't come in the last 36 fucking hours. Do you know how much bad news I've read in the fucking press in the last day and a half? I haven't come for you in a day and a half because I want it to be this hard hiding in you. I want you to fucking feel it as I opened you up. You feel fucking amazing as I do. As I make that goddamn tunnel open wide, pushing it open with my goddamn dick. Do you love it? Do you love it? Do you love it the same way I love your fucking cunt? Look at me. I get to call it what I want. I get to call you what I want. I get to do what I want with you. I love this position with you. I make you feel so small beneath me. I am so big and strong and determined. I am so fucking smart and I am so goddamn patient when I have you like this. I really fucking have you. I want to grab 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 you. Come on. Come on. Come on.
fucking holding you by your tits as I push in just a little bit. Huh? You love it. I basically neglected them all fucking day. And here I am using them as handlebars, just grabbing your chest and the skin around your breasts for all the leverage I fucking need. Yes, 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 yes. You want to let go? Not too much. Does it ache? Does it ache? Does it ache? Does it ache when I fuck you and grab them like that? It better. I love it. Right at your throat. Right at your throat. Thumbs at your fucking throat. Both of them squeezing down. Squeeze my fucking cock the way on your throat. Yes. 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 Slow fucking hard burst of my cock inside you, trying to drive you crazy. This is what you love from your fucking toys. I'm a man who can actually give it to you for 30 fucking seconds. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you love it? Of course you are. You're so fucking hungry for it. You need it. You need it. You need it. You need it. Yes, 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 yes. Good, 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 good. Yes. <laughs> I want to rip you apart. I want to rip you apart. I want to rip you motherfucking apart. Do you hear me? Yes, just with this cock. Are you going to grab me the right way or not? Are you going to hold me the right way or not? Are you going to give it the right motherfucking way or not? Huh? Huh? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, grab it, grab it, grab it. Hold me, god damn it. You can't be that wet, you have to be that tight. I'm the only one who fucking does this to you, aren't I? Aren't I? Say it. Say I'm the only one who does this to you. Say I'm the only one who's ever fucking made you feel this fucking wet. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Fuck yes, 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 yes. Come on, baby. Come on, come on, don't fucking stop, do you need, do you fucking hear how much I need this? <sighs> yes, 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 yes. Ah, I fucking feel so goddamn good inside you. I know how fucking good I feel. I see it all over your face. I see all the things you put up with and everything. You know that you're gonna have to fucking swallow to get more of this. And you will, won't you? And you will, won't you? Has anyone else ever made you fucking feel like this? Has anyone else ever fucking made you feel like this? No, they fucking haven't, have they? No, they fucking haven't, have they? No, they fucking haven't, have they? Come on, come on, come on. Make me come with you, come, make me come with you, come, make me come with you, come, make me come with you, come. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not gonna fucking stop. Don't fucking stop screaming. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, yes. Make me fucking come, make me fucking come, make me fucking come. Make me fucking come. I saved up for you, make me fucking come. Make me fucking come, make me fucking come. God damn it. Yes, yes, don't fucking stop. Don't fucking stop. Don't you fucking scream. Don't you fucking scream. No, no, no. Squeeze me, squeeze me, squeeze me, squeeze me. Yes, 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 yes. Come on. Come on. Don't fucking stop. <laughs> Don't fucking stop. Hold me. <laughs> <sighs>
Ha? Ha? I'll answer it for you one last fucking time. No. Nobody has ever fucking made you wet like that. Nobody has ever made you feel like that. And nobody has ever made you come like that. I told you when we started this that you didn't know what I was fucking capable of. And you still don't, do you? Not really. <laughs> you think you fucking do. You think you've got it all pegged down, but still. There are dimensions about this that I understand that you still don't even know exist. All the fucking kink you've ever read about and wanted. All the scenes. I can do that to you by touching your fucking knees and feet, spreading your goddamn thighs, and fucking you from above on a bed. What is an erotic fantasy? I'm an erotic fantasy. And you actually get to get me. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece as well. It's a long show, so I might as well get right into the questions, right? Question number one comes from Kelly. Hi, Jack and ladies. It's Kelly. I have a series of quick and easy questions for you today, so let's dig in. We'll see. Uh, number one, is there a language that you don't speak but that you really enjoy hearing? Uh, yeah, I'll just, and I'll be honest about it too. It's Spanish. I keep trying to learn Spanish and I keep not fucking doing it. And I really should, because I like the way it sounds. Number two, have you ever stood anyone up on a date? Oh! Uh, I have flaked a lot. I didn't flake for bad reasons, uh, but I think ghosting or flaking on anybody is pretty bad, so. Yes, it's been a long time, but yes, I have. Number three, texting? Or talking? <sighs> Number. Well, it's definitely texting, um, even with this voice, because half of you view any kind of voice or video call as an assault. <laughs> it's just like flat-out aggression. So, for, if nothing else, text. Four, you're on a road trip. What are your go-to travel snacks? Number five. I think I've actually talked about this one before, and this is such, like, pathetic PTSDism, or it's fantastic responsibility, depending on how you view it. Uh, I will generally have non-perishable snacks, because I've gotten, you know, in the American Southwest, you can be very far from, from somewhere, uh, like, very, very far from somewhere, even if you're only 20 miles from somewhere, because of how badlands it is. And so... There's also big stretches where there's not population. And just getting in car trouble a couple times, it's never been bad, bad. But every time it's like, yeah, if this happens on a road trip, especially since the majority of my driving is through the American Southwest. Like, for instance, I've actually driven the loneliest road in America. It's not some hypothetical. I'm like, yeah, I know what all of that fucking looks like <laughs> and how it feels to drive it. Um, so having seen, you know, these, these expanses of desert life and, and what have you... Uh, I I have hardtack with me. I'll usually make biscuits and like biscuit sandwiches that'll keep all day. Uh, I'll have nuts with me and I'll have bottled water with me and a cooler uh, every time. I've also got 
you know, uh, fire and the ability to generate extra electricity for my phone now that my phone is now a component of travel and life. Uh, I have to have all these prep before I get in a car. It's basically, basically like a like a sci-fi captain getting aboard his ship, making sure it's ready to undock from the station to voyage out into the stars. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Numbers. Yes. Do I say anything more than that? Do I wash my legs in the shower? Yes. What else would I be doing in there? Six. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet? Depends on who they are. And that's not bullshit. I'm telling you, the first thing I noticed about either women I've dated or people I've gone to work for or like, you know, people I want respected and want to be around, it's different. Sometimes it's the clothing. Sometimes it's the face. Sometimes it's an attribute. Uh, sometimes it's something that they said. I once got in a lot of trouble, uh, not like bad trouble, but I got in a lot of trouble because I heard two people talking about a game while walking past me and I just like turned and walked and walked up to them and introduced myself and started talking to them. And then after a couple of minutes, they're like, what are you doing? We don't know you. This is not America. What the fuck's happening right now? Uh, so it's, <laughs> show me who you are and I'll tell you what I noticed. Number seven, finish the lyric. My anaconda don't want none. No. My anaconda don't want none. Hmm. My anaconda don't want none. But my cobra could use some? Number eight. Can I take you out? <laughs> Number nine. No! No! You can't just, like, ask a bunch of questions and be like, Hey. Hey. Go out with me. It's cute. Don't get me wrong, but the answer's no. What color is your toothbrush? She really just put a she really just put that in there and then just kept going. Uh I have got two toothbrushes. One is white because it's electric and one is blue. Number 10. Do you own any plants? I do own some plants, but they're not doing so good because of 2020. And the last question Describe the perfect kiss in three words. <sighs> Never gonna happen. Next questions. Thank I you, guess. Kelly. Who's up this now? We've got Faith. It's Faith. I have two questions for you this week. The first is, have you watched any stand-up specials you've enjoyed lately? And the second... I have actually been really looking for stand-up comedy and trying to find something, and all year I have been striking out... Uh, I keep calling her head a gabbler on accident because I'm bad with names. And I, that's like, it sounds like I'm slighting her, but I'm not. So I'm thinking head a gabbler, but I don't mean head a gabbler. I mean the person who did Nanette. It begins with an H, and it's just like that. Her name is also da 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 Hannah Gadsby, which is just like head a gabbler. Not to you guys, but to me in my mind. I promise you, there's a lot of. Okay. Anyway, uh, her second special is not the funniest, which she tells you up front, but then she does at the end do something that I hope eventually she'll do a whole hour of, and I don't want to spoil it because it legitimately is some of the hardest I've laughed in a long time. It's like up there with, like, uh, I don't know, John Mulaney is still a guy who always makes me laugh. I can't put on Mulaney special without laughing. And it's just me wondering if you could give us an update on MK. Thanks. MK, Mrs. Kitty. Oh, Mrs. Kitty actually just left the room so I could record this for you guys. But she did it with her tail up so she wasn't too pouty. 
Uh, even in the heat, she's quite the snuggle puss if I go to lay down, uh, especially like I'll keep the AC off until I'm ready to like go to sleep or something. Uh, just trying to keep the environmental, you know, usage down and what have you. Uh, and so I'll turn on the AC and I'll get in bed and Mrs. Kitty comes back every time, every time uh, to snuggle. She puts her butt right against me. She's really enjoying it. Uh, me and I haven't gotten into it this much. Me and Mrs. Kitty are looking for a new place, and uh, she's shown me that she's just ready to go wherever we're ready to go. She's confident. She's happy. We're going to try and find a place that's been just as good to her uh, these last nine months as this next place. Yeah? Take care. Thank you. Hey, Jack. It's Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Um, I just have a couple questions for you today. Okay. Um, first off, Star Trek or Star Wars? Oof. I don't really like either. I'm big into sci-fi. I'm not really into either. If we are going to go, like, you got to pick one, then I am going to go Star Trek. And I am a Deep Space Nine fan overall. And I had no idea just how uh, progressive that show was in retrospect. Like, yeah, it had a black captain who was a single dad. That was pretty cool. But, like, there's a lot of sci-fi that cast a black guy uh, as a nerd. And therefore, the black guy, just every single one of his lines are, you know, this is very common in the 90s. Like, every single one of the black guy's lines is just like, interesting, Captain. Like, because they're always the Vulcan or they're Tilk from SG-1. There was just this thing in the 90s of like, well, we need to diversify, but we don't want to actually have a black writer in the writer's room or, or, <laughs> or like talk about racism when we're talking about one race wanting to kill another from outer space. Why would we talk about racism in that? So cast the black guys as, uh, as you know, very stoic, like a Vulcan or what have you. And that's kind of what Cisco is the first couple of seasons. When Cisco has hair, the hair holds his personality back, is how you got to watch Deep Space Nine. And then once he gets rid of the hair, ah, this real Cisco comes out. Uh, but besides Cisco, Deep Space Nine has a, like, like Doctor Who has the reincarnation thing. They don't call it reincarnation, but fuck you. Uh, they have that with an alien species, and so they have a woman who used to be a man. Like, the, it's a woman on screen. It's a beautiful, beautiful woman on screen, uh, but she was a man. And I had the hots for her, and just saying that, like, a lot of women are like, ooh, really? Because she was a beautiful woman. It was a great character. I didn't care that she was a man in a past life. Who gives a shit? But I guess a lot of transgendered people, like, that's, you know, the first time I realized I was trans. That's the first trans representation I saw and didn't cry about. I had no clue it meant that to them. Uh, there's a lot going on on Deep Space Nine that apparently a lot of, uh, young gay, bi, trans, lesbian, black people looked at and were like, yeah. And I've always thought it was kind of funny because Deep Space Nine has always been my go-to and people immediately come up to me and like, you're like Jean-Luc. You're a Jean-Luc man, aren't you? Fuck no, I don't like that fucking space incel. I am not a Jean-Luc man. His entire crew can't fucking stand him. When he's getting ready to go on vacation is the only time you ever see those assholes smiling on the entire fucking run of The Next Generation. Whenever Picard's about to go away for a week and have a solo episode, everyone's like, oh, thank Christ. So, uh, not really a Star Trek man, but if we are going to go with it, I am a Cisco man. And just, you know, I guess a mild spoiler, Cisco punches a god. Okay. With his bare fuck, not a bare hand, he's got a mid on. But with a mitted hand, with his hand, a god's all like, I'm a god. And Cisco's like, okay, and punches him. Now, how are you not going to enjoy that? And if you chose Star Trek, 
what color of shirt would you be? Oh, shit. Um, I mean, baby, let's fucking face it. The answer is red. The answer is red. I lied. I bribed men. I bribed men to hide the lies of other men. And I do it again. I can't remember the actual monologue that fucking Cisco gives, but that's it. Come on, imagine I'm giving it. And if you chose Star Wars, <laughs> would you be Jedi, Sith, Grey Jedi? Um, and what color I would did, you I did, like? I did not know there were Grey Jedi's around. There's Thanks great. so much. I hope you have a better week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. I don't have to answer what I would be in the Star Trek universe, but I do resent that I'd have to be a Force user, and if I was a Force user, that I got properly trained, one side or the other. Now, that being said, I do happen to own a t-shirt that says that I was, that I did graduate summa cum laude from Korriban Academy. So, that does exist. It's 80. Just a question. Hi, 80. For this week, um, do you prefer... Having sex when high or when sober? 80? I've never really had sex while high. I've tried to have sex while high, but I wasn't really comfortable with the woman I was having it with because she was a giant, lying, manipulative piece of shit. But I didn't really feel much more entitled to anything else than that because I was lonely and self-hating at the time. I really hope that that woman heard that. Ah, there's only at this time and this date. There's only one woman who I've tried to have sex with high. So I hope she's fucking heard that. That would be pretty great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I've never really had it. I never felt comfortable. I have not, just to be perfectly frank, not had or tried to have much sex since the end of 2016. I just haven't. Uh, that is not for sales purposes. I have been interested. A little bit, but not really, because when I couldn't make it work or when my anger issues manifested and I scared or hurt them in some way because of my just being real honest with you guys, because of because of just bad, bad reactions with emotional states, something that you can't blame on PTSD forever. PTSD is chronic, but you can't have a chronic reaction to it. Uh, it's your reaction to it every time, right? So as somebody who had not worked through his stuff as well at that point, once I reached those lines, I pulled back and stopped trying to be intimate with both those women, uh, individuals as they were, but also all women, and pulled back for a while. Uh, so I have not pursued or had sex a lot since you've known me as the Grey Knight. And I am constantly frustrated and horny these days because I feel like I'm in... I'm in much better shape even than I look for all the women who said all the nice things on Patreon is how I legitimately feel about myself. If you think I look good now, keep sending me money and praise, babies. There's good stuff on the way. Um, I, I, I'm not trying to be too emotional because I know a lot of you are like this. It just, it's been a really frustrating period for me right now because I'm feeling myself and I want to expand and I want to explore and I want to start getting out there and using encounters with you guys as a motivation to do that. And that's just not going to be happening for the next, at least, in my opinion, 11 months. So, uh, I, I, <laughs> it's very frustrating. 
and I can't wait to come up with a much better answer for you, AD. I think my answer is going to be, oh my god, please, pack me a fucking bowl and suck my goddamn cock. That's probably a pretty good way to end the show, huh? All right, guys. Thank you again to all of my Patreons, especially <laughs> patrons uh, as on Patreon, especially the ones at the beginning of the episode. You guys, I could not do it without you. Your patience, your grace, your support. It means the world to me. Uh, one more time, thank you to Tiffany for sponsoring that segment. Appreciate it and you. It is, in fact, birthday month all month long. And I hope to see you guys on the server. I hope to see you on the blog. Anything that you want to do to show your appreciation for me. So many questions shy about, can I send you this? Can I send you that? Yes, so long as it's not physical, because you know I'm not going to go and fucking pick that shit up. Uh, yes, absolutely. Just for once in my life, I'm just going to try so hard to get myself in the recording booth harder than ever before and get everything out, even though emotionally it's difficult for me. Why? Why have I made this decision this particular time around to just really make this effort? Because I don't have a lot of good things to look forward to. And so when something very nice happens to me, or when a piece of media comes out that I can enjoy, that, that somebody's been plugging away at for a long time, I, I'm appreciative of that these days. And I know you guys are too, especially with, you know, the dearth of media that's kind of coming up. There's a lot less movies being shot. There's a lot less TV shows being shot. Yada, yada, yada. So thank you. And uh, I really do appreciate each and every last one of you. I hope to see you next week. Thank you for all of the love, all of the support you guys have shown me the last two weeks. It has meant the world. Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>